I'm Kirby. And I'm Sarah. Welcome to Los Angeles! Every week we break down the most important beauty news and launches, interview your favorite beauty experts, influencers, and celebrity guests, and review our favorite beauty products of the moment as your beauty editor BFFs from the beautiful and great city of Los Angeles. Welcome Glamgelinos! We hope you stay a while. Cute. That's cute. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I just have to say, we started watching Yellow Jackets per your recommendation, and now I can't even like pee in the middle of the night because I'm too scared. <laughs> The most chaotic and anxiety-ridden hours of my life were this Sunday, watching Yellow Jackets and then Euphoria. Oh my god, I can't see. Like, I'm gonna need to space it out with some like Emily in Paris and like Singles Inferno or whatever. Like, I need some like mindless, just frivolous TV because first of all, with Yellow Jackets, I'm like the layers of anxiety. I'm like, it totally. couldn't just be like right here. It couldn't just be the crash. Totally. Why'd you have to make this cute little black boy, like, creepy? Oh, totally. Exactly. And, like, can you not? Like, are you going to eat a baby? Are we about to watch a baby be eaten? Like, oh I don't God, know God. if television is ready for baby eating. Oh, my God. Is that? Okay, we're only on, like, episode three. If that's, like, in the future, I can't. Okay, it is in the future. I don't <laughs> want to spoil anything. But, like, the Reddit. So the great thing about yeah. Yellow Jackets is that Reddit is rampant with theories of, Okay. What could have happened, what will happen. And I think one of the smartest things the show did is, you know, like from the like the core four who's alive, right? But then there's right. certain characters that you're like, are they dead? They could be alive. They yeah. could be alive. Right. They're just not here. And it kind of right. lets you your mind think like, oh, who would play this character if she was still alive as an adult? So it's really, really to- cool. And they, they did such a wonderful job with the, the casting. casting. I follow literally – like all 350 cast members on Instagram. <laughs> I'm, I'm a, oh totally obsessed. God. They're incredible. It's it's so stressful. I'm it's, like, this better be worth it at the end. And it's so interesting because usually there's like a para, a paranormal, like almost alien type yeah. theme within the show that I'm usually never, that that stuff doesn't scare me. I'm, I'm never like, ooh, okay, like the witches are going to come and eat me alive or whatever. But tapped onto the fact that they're like, stranded in the woods they're teenage girls which are the scariest species known to mankind yeah there's gonna be like boy drama you know what I mean like there's so many facets of anxiety to the show and then they have to like layer it on with like the the present you know as adults all of the trauma and PTSD and then the relationships there yes oh my god it's just so much Matt was like he's so funny he's like I just hate shows like this that like take the joy out of being in nature. <laughs> like that's okay. what you're thinking about? Okay, little like, that, Aquarian. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The fact that like people aren't going to maybe go to the wilderness or to the woods because they're scared that someone's going to eat them. 
But truly, it is a very disturbing show. But we're in it, and now we have to finish it because, you know, it's gonna the the uh, the imagination of not know. You know, it's like that's gonna kill us if we don't know what's what's gonna happen. So we're gonna continue on. Thankfully, you're not active on Twitter, so nothing will be spoiled for you. Yeah, no. This that's also why we're like we need to get through it because I don't want any spoilers. Uh, but I need to also pace myself. Otherwise, yes. I'm really gonna be terrified. I muted. The word yellow jackets on Twitter, so I would not be spoiled. Oh, smart. And the finale is coming up next Sunday, so you have oh, shit. to get going. Okay. We got some yes. time. Okay, yes, yes. okay, okay, okay. Got it. So yeah, anxiety. There's like a line in the yellow jackets like most recent episode where it's like, We're out of Xanax. I'm like, Yeah, same. I've never had a prescription, <laughs> but I need one. Could use one. Specifically Could for Sunday one. nights. So, Sarah. Yes. I want to know, and this prompt is brought to you by the Glamgelinos. Speaking of anxiety. <laughs> the most painful beauty treatment you've ever received. Speaking of anxiety, when I was in high school, I used to get my eyebrows threaded because that was like the cool thing to do. Like they were like, don't don't get your brows waxed. It's going to pull on your skin. You know, your eyebrows are going to droop. And then my sisters used to get their eyebrows threaded. So naturally, like whatever my sisters did, I would do. And it was just like so painful and I didn't understand why I had to do it. But I was like, I just I'm just going to do it. And then I did it probably... I did it throughout college and then finally I was like, you know what, I'm going to go back to waxing and see, uh, you know, what that's all about. And then I was like, I don't even know why the hell I did. I was even threading for so long because it was just not worth the pain. You would just like cry tears, tears, uh, you know, with the the string nodding, your little hairs yanking it out, the woman's face coming towards you and just having so much anxiety uh, you know, the moment that it would just be the little hair yanked out of your eyebrow. It was just not worth it. So that was one for sure. Did you ever thread your brows? Girl, yes. And it's like, I think a rite of passage in high school. It's like someone tells you, oh, not don't wax, thread. And the thing with waxing for me is it always left my skin in a full breakout mm-hmm. afterwards. Mm-hmm. And so I was really looking for an alternative so that I could get rid of my hairy ass face but then also, you know, not oh my God, did you did you like have them thread your face? So I I remember one time I went and I got my eyebrows and my upper lip threaded because my yeah. upper lip hair was truly a huge part of my high school experience. It was horrifying. I always had like a really and when I say upper oh lip God. hair, I mean thick mustache. It was a yeah, mustache. No. It was not it wasn't necessarily dark. But it was so thick, it just was not, it wasn't like peach fuzz. We talked about this, right? Like I was, te- some boy teased me for my mustache in middle school. Same, it, same. And it was like the most traumatized, like I can remember the moment. I like know what this fucker's face looks like <laughs> in my head. Never saw him again or thought about him. But you know what I mean? It's like these like, like core memory from like inside out. Like yes. as it happened, like the ball, like, I'm like rolls. I really and- need the fucking ball on that to drop <laughs> yeah. and die like, because I, I the flashbacks where, where Bing Bong goes, just uh, like take it with you. But anyway, ball. yeah, no, it was like a problem too, which is why I also started. I got my upper lip threaded in high school too. And when I did my upper lip, because I was thinking, you know what, waxing is what's causing these pustules or whatever. It wasn't. I didn't I wasn't thinking like oh it's actually the act of like the hair coming out of 
the yeah. pore. Yeah. I was thinking it was the method. So, of course, I go get threaded. I have tears streaming down my face. It was by far the way more painful than getting waxed. And then I had pustules. Literally, I remember yeah. crying. Like, yeah. I had a boyfriend at the time, and I refused to see him. And he was like, Kirby, just let me come over. And I'm like, no, I'm hideous. Because, like, yeah, it wasn't just, like, raised red bumps. It was, like, green, yellow pus on top of the skin. Like, it was clearly, oh like, a bacterial thing. Like, there yeah. was something oh, going God, on. That yeah, that happened to me. That sounds awful. No, that, tr- that's why I couldn't – I was like, no, no. So that's why I went to shaving. Because it was yeah. the only thing that got rid of my hair without – irritating my skin at all yep you know and look look at us now still, look at us now still shaving and everyone's lo- like who's laughing now not me i'm freaking loving shaving my face shave for <laughs> yeah. freaking 15 years at this point Holla. i'm saying we're laughing at them these people that are still <laughs> threading because all you need to do is get yourself a dermaplane tool and do it at home guys wait a tinkle a tinkle on, razor though. i know some of my friends who have like really thick black coarse hair on their face yeah. they prefer threading yeah. or I think I think it maybe like makes it look less dark when it grows back yeah like yeah. because of the way it comes out of the the definitely pore. yeah I had a lot of my my Persian girlfriends yes used to get threaded yes yeah and like but some of my girlfriends would do their hairlines yeah I know Kim Kardashian had her hairline lasered like way back in the day yeah I wonder if she still has to laser it. I probably I mean, probably because laser laser hair removal should be a whole episode in itself. But like, it's not a permanent oh, yeah. thing. So we're gonna have to do that. Um, um, what else? I, I also just have to add when I got the PRP injections in my neck, even though uh, they technically no, actually they didn't numb my neck. That was that was painful. That was painful. Yeah, I'm all about numbing. So the glamgelinos were like micro-needling by far and laser hair removal were the most painful for them. Laser hair removal is uncomfortable for me, but it's never painful. And I don't know if it's because Sev uses the laser that blows the cool air on the body as they do it. But honestly, it just feels like a little rubber band snap, but yeah. barely. And yeah. I thank God every day they have like the cooling yeah. air on top because I, I know I probably wouldn't be able to handle without it. But microneedling, I got a I did a video at Pop Sugar. I think it was 2017. If you guys want to look it up, it's like I bled for beauty or something like that. And they did not numb me. And I honestly think it's sadistic if you go in and don't ask for numbing because yeah. they're shoving needles into your bone on your and forehead roll it. the forehead is the, the worst it part. is the worst it is the absolute worst you have to get numbed then i went and did the vivachi rf microneedling which is the radio frequency and microneedling yeah in the group people said that was the worst for them pain wise and obviously like radio frequency is not i mean it's it's for me it's not painful but it's not like a walk in the park either yeah, yeah. combining that with microneedling i'm like you have oh. to get numbed jill yeah. who represents vivachi who is awesome she's like girl you're gonna need to go in an hour before your actual appointment to start getting numbed she's like yeah. i would numb at least 45 minutes and yeah i numbed my face and my neck and so when they actually did the treatment i was good like yeah. i did not feel the numbing definitely the numbing is so weird though <laughs> Oh, it you know, is because you're like trying to touch your face. Then you're yep. like, am, am I do, do I feel this? Am I here? But it definitely <laughs> is necessary. Um, I remember the one of the first times I got microneedled was with um, uh, Carrie Benjamin. 
Oh. And it's just like. She did the she, rolling. Like, you know. Yeah. Yeah. She does the roller. And that, even that was like painful for me because it was like, you know, obviously she doesn't numb. And it was like right after she does like her little peel. Yep. I was like, oh, this is. It's a lot. This is, I'm like, why am I crying? When I use my stock skincare one at home, I, I get tears in my yeah. eyes. It's just. Yeah. And that's why okay. you have to go get microneedle yeah. professionally because you're never going to go as like, deep. Go as deep at yep. home by yourself unless yeah. you are like Julie, um, like to uh, what do you call it? Um, torture yourself. Torture yourself with yeah. needles. Um, by the way, I have this like little. I sh- uh, shaved myself and then I cut myself recently. Oh, I've done that. I've done that. Yeah, yeah. Good times. I always have a little nick somewhere on my face. Yeah. Still worth it. Still worth it. Still worth it. Get numbed. That's my PSA. Just get numbed. Okay. Some quick housekeeping before we get into what's on your face. We are doing a Friday episode focused on you. One thing that you said on Instagram is that you wanted more episodes where Glam Jolinos could call in and give recommendations for products. We did that last year and loved it. So please call our hotline 424-341-0426. Include your name, where you're from. And a one to two minute review of a product that you've been loving or has changed your life. And you may be featured in Friday's episode. I love nothing more than listening to the voicemails from our Glamgelinos. Same. So please share. Even if it's like a 30 second review. Yep. We love it. We, yep. we want to hear it. Um, okay. And then we would like to address our merch. First of all, thank you to everyone who supported us and bought a sweatshirt or a hat we did not anticipate so many of you wanting to purchase merch which is so wonderful um so again thank you however not sure if you've seen or heard there are some supply chain issues happening around the world (laughs) um and so we had to pause uh orders as of now however those of you who placed orders um, successfully should be receiving your merch soon if not have already received it which is great and please take some photos tag us let us know you got them we're so excited to see how you guys are styling and wearing your merch there may have been some of you who tried to place an order and then were refunded so sorry about that again we will let you know as soon as we have more inventory but we just like did not think that so many of you wanted to wear Los Angeles merch yep so that will be happening and I we closed down the store for the time being just so that y'all couldn't go on and order and and then have to get refunded but our next merch drop we promise things will run way more smoothly we're we're figuring it out as we go and we're gonna have some new options for merch too so yay yay let's dive into what's on your face Sarah if if you are Somebody with an Instagram account, you saw that (laughs) Chanel launched something new this week. So, Sarah, give us the tea. Last November, as you guys know, I went to Paris with Chanel, and it was for this new launch that they had. Um, They do not launch uh, new ranges, new collections, new lines very often, so this was a really big deal for them. Okay. But on January 5th, they launched number one de Chanel, you have to say numero un de Chanel. You can't just say Chanel number one. Numero un. I could never be French. I am not good at French. Um, it's really hard. I and mean, it's so hard. 
I do love the name. I feel like it's fun. Uh, numero un de Chanel. So this is their first foray into eco-conscious skincare and makeup. Um, they have committed to uh, being more sustainable in the way that they are sourcing ingredients and also in packaging. And um, this was a really big challenge for them. I think they worked on this project for maybe 10 years wow. or more. Um, yeah, so Chanel's always um, prided themselves in using the camellia flower, which is like very iconic to their house. It is a flower that Gabrielle Chanel, um, you know, loved and cherished and, and she used it, you know, um, in her in, in all of her fashion that she created uh -huh. for the house. But um, it a actually happened to be a flower that was really um it had really great skincare benefits. The camellia flower is one that like blooms even in the winter in the snow and it doesn't freeze. Um, so it has these really great hydrating properties. Um, and but when you think of Chanel, you think of like the white flower, right? Of course. Yeah. The white camellia flower. Yep. So in the last five, ten years, one of their scientists um, discovered that the czar, which is the r red crimson red camellia flower had even more in, um, like incredible anti-aging properties and so they really focused on trying to extract like all of the amazing benefits of this flower and to inject it into this entire range and so um, the formulations of this range that has both skincare and a couple makeup products they're made up made with up to 97 percent natural ingredients and i think like for one particular um, product there's like up to 67 percent um uh camellia extract so okay. the flower is like very much the 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 czar crimson red camellia is very much a part of this range which is why all of the packaging is this beautiful red the same shade as the flower so the range has nine SKUs. it has a face cream which has a refillable uh jar in it which is part of their you know sustainable uh packaging initiative there's an eye cream a serum a serum and mist a fragrance mist a tinted lip and cheek balm a foundation a lotion and a powder powder to form cleanser and I have been trying the face cream and the serum for the past month and a half and I really really like it um it definitely and no shade to the Chanel fam obviously and to Chanel skincare but like I think that the Chanel skincare range previous to this has really had a specific demographic in like and it's like an older demographic that likes that strong fragrance. Mm -hmm. And this range has really dialed back because I think it has more of those natural ingredients. It's a very, very light fragrance that is almost just like it's not even there, but it, it's a it it's always a very important um goal for Chanel to have the experience still feel really luxe. And so it's still a really beautiful experience to apply the cream and the serum but it definitely feels different it feels lighter it feels more modern it's a definitely a fresh approach and you can smell that like camellia fragrance but it doesn't feel um uh what do you call it what's a um uh, not fake what's the right word uh for fragrance oh Anyways, synthetic doesn't Synthetic. It doesn't smell synthetic okay. um, or feel synthetic. Okay. So it feels really, really nice. The products are very, very hydrating. 
Um, but there's one product that I would love to call out from the range that is my current wife, and it is this lip and cheek balm. It's a tinted lip and cheek balm. Very chic. I think they make very chic. There are six different shades available, and the camellia extract is in this, so it is really nourishing. It says that it plumps as well. Um, but what I love about it is, well, one, that you can use it for both your lip and cheek, which is obviously not like groundbreaking or anything. But I feel like often with tinted lip balms, they can feel really thick and sticky. And on my lips, just it doesn't look good. And it feels like it's like peeling or clumping. And this one actually does really feel like a balm. But the color is, the payoff is really, really good. So this is shade Lively Rosewood. Anything rosewood is like my favorite, but I'm going to apply it. Okay. Whoa. Okay. Yeah. So it looks like a lip stain. Yeah, it does. It looks like a lip stain. 100%. But it feels like, but it feels like a bomb, which is great for, you know, me, obviously, with my dry ass lips and my love of color. Yes. So that's really yeah, pretty. It's buildable. It's really pretty. And then on the cheeks, it makes a really nice natural. That's a great blush. Stain. Yes. Yeah, and it, it also too with the lip and cheek balms, like sometimes you feel like it only works or it works better as a lip, not the cheek. Yeah. But I actually really like the cheek too because it's not too glossy and it blends really well and it feels good. Like wow. it feels like a hydrating cheek tint. You'll have to take so, yeah. a picture of your face after this yeah, so you can post it. But I've been using this one all weekend. I haven't tried the other shades because I just like naturally gravitated to this one. Um, but the, but they're expensive. They're $45. If you got an Ulta gift card, treat yourself. They're at Ulta, treat peeps. Yourself. They're at they're Ulta. They're at Ulta. I, uh, treat yourself. Trying to, kill, trying to kill time with Zoe on Friday. We stopped by the Ulta to see what was up. And there was like, yeah, all the Chanel. And I totally forgot. Like, I mean, I, I, I saw, you know, your um, Instagram that – that wonderful uh, Ulta in Texas had that big ass Chanel, um, yeah, counter or whatever. But like, I was like, I don't think our Ulta has one, and it, it definitely does it. It's like very small. But I was like, oh, I could get Chanel here. I totally forgot. That's so crazy. Because remember when they first launched at Ulta, it was online only. Yeah. So it's interesting to see them. I, I, I think it's super interesting for Chanel to align with Ulta. So so interesting to me because. I mean, I love Ulta. Same. It was so much fun going in there. Same. So many great products. But it's not it, – I'll, I'll just say that. It's just like an interesting partnership. But, Agreed. Um, Agreed. I'm like – I yeah, I love it. Well – We had a ball. The balm is beautiful. It kind of um, – I feel like this is one of those like really nice gifts you could give to someone. Totally. It's like $45. So definitely, you know, for a lip and cheek tint, like an investment – but when people open up the Chanel box and see the Chanel logo on top of the balm, it's just like a really nice yeah. thing to give. As a, yeah, it's really cute. it's really really, it's really pretty. pretty. And I will say too, for this range and hopefully going forward for all the rest of their Chanel products, they're really trying to focus on like lessening their carbon footprint, obviously. So there's no more like the packaging's still really pretty, but no more cellophane, no more paper pamphlets. It's all QR codes mm-hmm. um, and glass. It's still really, really nice. So yeah, check it out. I'm actually Treat kind of yourself. surprised at the price point on 
these skincare products. Like, yeah. like the the revitalizing serum is $120, or it says starting from, and then the revitalizing foundation is $70. I don't know why. I, I, maybe I'm losing my mind. I just assumed that everything would be at least $100 or more. So I'm kind of like shook that they yeah like I'm looking at this this eye what is it oh the 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 eye cream yeah the eye cream $75 I don't know maybe I'm I'm losing touch with reality I mean $75 is expensive y'all I'm not saying it's not that's because we've been talking about like the Augustinus Botters and like eighth day oh my god eighth day someone's finally someone y'all bet your bottom dollar you knew that I was not buying eighth day y'all knew straight up Kirby is not buying eighth day and I remember like I posted about my Instagram story and someone wrote me and they were like hey we represent them do you want it I'm like yeah sure (laughs) for free great send it to me looking forward to trying it out but like yeah it's so hard because it's like I'm using it and I I like the way that my skin looks but I I I don't know I'm curious to see what you you think um and maybe I just need to pay more attention but I'm like is it really worth the what is it four hundred dollars? Y'all, I just want to like I, I, this. This it's may not, end the podcast right now. This may just end our podcast like forever. We may not have another episode when I say this, but I'm like really starting to like side eye a lot of the beauty industry because it's like we really are putting a lot of faith in products that they are using the correct amounts of an ingredient to actually be effective. But, like, you can't go onto a website usually and see what percentage of an ingredient is in a product. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, just because a product has, like, 20% of something doesn't mean it's more or less effective than anything else, right? I just feel like there's – I was talking to Renee Rouleau about this. I'm like, how do we know if a product's actually effective? And she's like – she's like, that's, like, the million-dollar question. You either have to, like, have a third-party, like, clinical – not just like a self-assessment from like 78 people like in somebody's office that just woke up and said oh yeah I feel like this made my skin look better or whatever right and it's like you need to make sure that those people are not using anything else and also like don't work for the company that you are you know what I mean like (laughs) and then there's also so many factors too it's like how much does this person sleep how much water are they drinking do they work out where do they live do they wash their face in the morning you know what I mean Yes, of course, like we talk about the need of like using ingredients that are really well researched and have a lot of studies behind them, like vitamin C and retinol. But then there's like ingredients like Bacuchiol, which are promising, but just they don't have a ton of studies behind them. But it's like, does that render them useless? No, but we need more study. You know what I mean? It's just like the chicken or the egg. Anyways, I really got in my my feels about this whole conversation this weekend because I'm like, are we... What am I doing with my life? Like, am I actually contributing to people purchasing things that they don't need? I mean, we make it very clear here on the pod that we are sharing our personal reviews and, you know, our personal takes on trends and things. But you should never leave here thinking, I absolutely need to buy that because Kirby and Sarah said you need to. That's true. Yes, like the, the Dyson Air app has changed my yep. life. You don't like, need it. I'm not. You don't need it. You don't need it. I could also blow dry my hair with a, a roller brush, and that's fine too. You know. Yeah, I agree. the The Dyson is having a resurgence on uh, 
TikTok at the moment. People, it really is. I'm like, wow. Wel- welcome. What is it? The PS5 for yeah, women? Yeah, basically. Basically. Yeah, you can't get it now. You can't purchase it if you're trying to, apparently. Yeah, it's crazy. Sold out everywhere. Supply chain issues? Supply chain issues. Um, love that wife. Uh, I just, I like Chanel products, so I'm into it. Let's go to a break. We'll be back. We got Cher in some beauty news today. Icon. Iconic. Cher. Cher. Okay, let me tell you a story. When I found out that Cher was doing this, I the email I sent back, my fingers were on fire. I was typing so quickly. I was like, we absolutely need to have a moment with Cher. Um, they told me they did not have her available. <laughs> but then I saw like 800 articles with Cher readily available. So Los Angeles did not get access to share that's y'all okay. can blame mac for that we didn't eat refinery we only had access to sweetie which was great obviously but share shares a busy woman listen share come share your wisdom um so share <laughs> and sweetie partner with mac cosmetics and i think this is actually kind of brilliant i i understand why they partnered them together but share would have been enough for me i'm gonna be honest so it's a truly is it because the youngins they don't know i mean i would assume that share is a them that everybody knows who share is but like i mean i guess you have to have someone like from gen z that they they understand so mac they have this new campaign it's called challenge accepted and it's it's, okay, this is what InStyle reports. On January 4th, the brand is asking consumers to put their products to the test against sweat, water, heat, cold temperatures, bad weather, really anything. They promise that their highly pigmented, quality, transfer-resistant, and waterproof formulas will last against all the elements. Okay, so I think this is really interesting because, yes, MAC does drops based on certain, like, themes or certain collaborations that they do. So they do often have, like, limited edition new products that come out. But I think it's really important to, like, revitalize the staples within your brand already and not, like – I mean, because brands – MAC's been around for 30-something years, right? Yeah, and if it's like if it's not broke, don't fix it. You know what I mean? There's so much, so many products that are so incredible that, like, that the younger generation doesn't even know about. You know, totally. So like, reinvigorate the brand, and instead of making something that potentially people won't use, just like use the products that people are buying in droves, right? Yeah. Well, especially like I can't even imagine how many SKUs Mac has. There's no need. There's no need. Totally. Totally. So they they got Cher and Saweetie to come together and do this uh, campaign. And I freaking love this. It was like a video that they did with Cher. And it was like Cher walking. It looks like they're on like a lot, Paramount, something. And she turns around and looks at the camera and she's like, I love lasting forever. Ladies and gentlemen, so how did you do a share? I'm like this lipstick. When I'm on, I'm on. You are always on. Smack that Mac. Sweetie, are you ready? Challenge accepted. Like so much 
I love lasting forever. And I'm like, fucking brilliant. <laughs> like, is that how you created this entire yeah. campaign? Like, our products last forever. Who else lasts share. forever? It's like, duh, share. Obvious. Yeah, like, it's really smart. Queen of queens, Armenian queen. We love her. So I don't, I mean, I, I'm literally, I, I use so many MAC products. It's everything lasts. Lip gloss was one of the first lip glosses I ever used in my life. Yep. yep. Right? Iconic. It was like the pink with the sparkle. Ruby Woo. I literally have so many MAC collections limited edition in my drawer that I've saved for years because I refuse I to get rid of them I mean designer collaborations the Rihanna the Ariana Grande Viva Glam Patrick Star so so many Pat oh my I was literally just using the Patrick Star powder the other day because I still have one and it's so 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 good I loved their black pink um their collaboration with Lisa that came out I talk about fingers firing after i got that email i was like by the way is lisa available for an interview right they're like we have absolutely no access to lisa so (laughs) i was like okay great thanks for thanks for the mailer i mean the mailer appreciate it appreciate it they make some of the best mascaras i have the little false lash travel size and i just got a new extended play giga black lash which is truly like one of my top two one of my top two. Yep. It's it's so good. It's so good. Be on the lookout for Share, uh Share and Sweetie and Mac stores on their website. More more share. Just more share. Give us more share. More share in 2022. Please, please. Okay, Sarah, I wanted to bring this up. I wanted to bring this up. So the girlies over on Twitter are a little chaotic, okay? Like there's a lot of things that I see on Twitter that I'm like, y'all, why are you making this? such a big deal like who cares but but I saw this and I'm like oh okay because I already have feelings so I wanted to I wanted to ask you so I have a link here it says how do we feel about a $300 hyaluronic acid serum and if you click it it takes you to makeup for women of color who is a superstar on Twitter and she's actually an esthetician um, and she's, I think, 20 years old. She's a, a baby. But she is always dropping skincare advice. And she posted this screenshot at Sephora or of a Sephora website. And it's from Dr. Barbara Sturm. And it says, darker skin tones, hyaluronic acid serum. And it is $300. Why? What are your initial thoughts? Okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. Exactly. I'm sure okay. that there is reasoning and I'd love to learn more about the formulation, but why does there need to be a specific hyaluronic acid serum for a darker skin tone? You should be buying and creating skincare based on skin type, not skin color. Like, and I and I know that that it's different for things like hyperpigmentation, for instance. Like yeah. if you have hyperpigmentation, if you have a deep skin tone, you don't want hydroquinone because you don't want to potentially bleach your skin in certain right. spots, right? So this started an entire conversation about marketing claims on Twitter. I also, okay, I'm clicking uh, around on Dr. Sherm's website because I was like, how much is the just hyaluronic serum standard one that she has? $300. They're both $300, right? 
That's very steep. Okay, okay, okay. So this is interesting. So basically everybody's dragging Barbara Sturm on Twitter right now. They're like, the price is hella steep, but there's an interesting episode of the Naked Beauty podcast with our friend Brooke where Dr. Sturm explains the formulation of this line for darker skin tones. And I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like people, I think because Dr. Sturm does a really good job of getting placement on things like go to bed with me or like the mm-hmm. Vogue yeah. makeup videos and like constantly sends product to celebrities t- to post about people are like oh my god I need to try her products and to be completely honest I have tried like almost all of her products and I do not understand the hype I just do not get it and for me personally there is no chance in hell unless I win the fucking lottery <laughs> that I'm buying a $300 hyaluronic acid serum. Yeah. See what I'm saying? Yeah. So for me, when I see something like darker skin tones, hyaluronic acid serum, I truly feel like this is a marketing thing where now people that have darker skin tones are going, wait, if there's mm-hmm. a hyaluronic acid serum made for my darker skin tone, should I be having a vitamin C that's made for my darker skin tone? Should I be having a using a cleanser that's made for my it's just going to keep perpetuating this narrative that like because you have a have a darker skin, you need a specific type of product. And I think it's really effed up, especially because you're charging three hundred dollars for this. Yep. It's not like a twenty dollar product where it's kind of like, okay, it, it says it's for darker skin tones. I'll give it a go. It's like somebody's gonna think, Oh my God, I absolutely need this because I have dark skin or deep skin and I need to use this. And it's $300. I know. We actually have a story that's coming out um, on Refinery from a freelancer who is making this argument that like this trend of creating skincare specifically for, you know, um, deeper skin tones or you know different communities while it's important to like address these communities um, especially those that have not been served by the beauty industry previously there's so much fear-mongering that's happening like similar mm-hmm. to like all of the the greenwashing and things like that where they're saying that like if you don't use this specific product for your skin tone like you are doing it wrong and this is why you need to shell out this this much cash when really that's like that's not it (laughs) you know okay so I don't know when this particular hyaluronic acid launch you know came from Dr. Sturm I do not think that was an, an, an original launch in my humble opinion maybe if I'm wrong somebody please correct me but, like, is she capitalizing off the fact that, like, Edom launched their one product, which is, you know, uh, the conversation f- around skincare for melanated skin? Because, mm-hmm. like, that's a brand that was mm-hmm. launched by two people of color, right? And the, they're the chemists that come up with the formulations are women of color. And the dermatologists that vet them are also women of color. Yep. So yep. I feel like... That is an important thing. The vetting process, the formulation process, like Edom makes sense to me. And their Milk Marvel Darts, wow, Kirby can't talk. The Milk Marvel Dark Spot Serum is their only launch to date. 
And it was created to, quote, enhance and embrace melanated skin while erasing pigmentation Mm -hmm. without Mm -hmm. things Mm -hmm. like... That makes sense. ...hydroquinone and all that stuff. So I... That makes sense to me, right? But like... A hyaluronic acid, though... (laughs) Thank you. Like, wh- yes. How does that ma- Why does the yes. skin color matter for that? The math is not mathing. Yeah. And maybe I like I I want to listen to Brooke DeVard's um interview with Dr. Sturm to see what she has to say because I think Brooke is a fan. I think Brooke is a fan. I would also just suggest y'all go listen to the Breaking Beauty episode with Dr. Sturm. Sips tea literally sips tea have fun with that i'm glad i'm glad we got to discuss that because i was like i'm dying to know what sarah thinks about this whole escapade okay Ooh, i'm excited about this kirby you got some bts of donnie davies makeup trailer on the set of euphoria how fucking exciting Please let us know what it was like, what you saw, and tell us more about this article that you wrote for Allure. Okay, so this was so cool. In November, it was six days before they wrapped the show, I got to go to set. And they invited Allure as the first and only media outlet to come and see the makeup trailer. And I didn't really know what to expect. You know, I was going thinking, okay, I definitely want to see all the products that Donnie uses, but... I felt like I got a really good sense of where the show was going this season. Mm-hmm. So I kind of like, I'm kind of like, you know, when people are speculating what's going to happen, I'm like, oh, I kind of, I kind yeah. of have like some intel. Yeah. Um, her trailer is, it, it, think of Euphoria makeup, but like in a living space. It just sounds so fun. It's bright. It's very colorful. There's rainbows everywhere. There's tons and tons and tons of inspiration all over the mirrors. And they, she kind of just showed me around and, and, and like, I, I don't know how this woman's, this woman is so organized to know like yeah, where, where everything, everything is, is and how to take everything. But it was a really cool look at the second season. So what you're going to notice immediately is, um, and they talk about this after the first episode of Euphoria, everything was shot on film versus the first season. And if first season was like very modern and like of the times, season two is more of like a flashback you had from high school. It's a lot darker, it's a lot grittier, it feels more vintage and more like a memory versus kind of being like, oh, I feel like I'm I'm with them at a current party or, mm, okay. you know, wearing this like very, you know, eccentric makeup. The makeup's also gonna be hard back a lot Donnie said that a couple of days before filming season two you know they were on a such a long hiatus because of COVID that she had been like creating all these really cool fantastical looks for season two and then Sam Levinson the director was like yeah we're not doing the same euphoria makeup it's not euphoria it's euphoria makeup but it's more refined it's more polished it's more like you can see they're wearing stuff but it takes a, a close-up for you to really see anything. Where mm-hmm. first season, it's like you saw neon pigment and these mm-hmm. extreme wings and things like that and, like, tons of glitter. There's going to be way less glitter. There's going to be some awesome looks coming from Cassie and Lexi this season. You know, uh, last season, like, you know, Cassie was just, like, the younger kid sister. She's going to have, like, a whole renaissance this season. She's pay- played by Sydney Sweeney. 
Lexi, played by Maude Apatow. She's going to have a, a lot more screen time this season, I think, based on the beauty looks that they're giving her. Oh, yay. I love her. Yeah. Yeah, she's great. Kat and Maddie will still be, like, the HBICs in terms yeah. of makeup. And one really interesting thing I thought that Donnie shared with me is, so Alexa Demi, who plays Maddie, was the most opinionated on how she wanted Maddie's makeup to look. And so they... Instead of Maddie having a lot of like rhinestones and glitter and neons and things like that, it's more monochrome, Mm. but it's still big. So they made this, they took a sheet of paper with her face on it, like a face map, and they created like four different styles of winged liner. And every day when she would go in, she would just point to which one she wanted for her look. And they said she took the longest in the makeup chair. Um, I asked about Zendaya, Avi. And I was like, what is Zendaya doing? And Mm -hmm. they're like, for this season, she's not doing much makeup. But they said that a callback to Mac is Zendaya suggested Mac face and body for her. So if you're wanting like that really natural Mm -hmm. skin look, that's what Zendaya is wearing. They also use Shantikai future skin Mm. um, and face atelier to get this no makeup makeup look. And Mm -hmm. And it really is. It really had to be no makeup, makeup because um, Sam Levinson, the director, inside the trailer, he had printed out these signs that said, "No foundation. Yeah, your skin will look great. Trust me, Sam." Yeah, like he was like adamant that he didn't want people to look like they were made up, especially since they were being captured on film. Yeah, and that also influenced. Uh, D- Donnie told us on the podcast that they do not use powder, yeah. and that's still true. No powder whatsoever. Still using Nano Blur from Indeed Labs to kind of like take away shine. But really, I think like the most intricate and interesting beauty looks may be the nails. Mm. They had a bunch of press on nails. And it's, did you watch the first episode yet? Not yet. Remember, I need okay. to like take a second between. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just yes, kidding. Yes. Okay. No. No, I I'm so it. excited. I'm like, and I want to watch it just because of like, obviously Donnie and the makeup looks. But yes, tell me more about the nails. Well, the nails, there is a, a very specific scene with Sydney Sweeney will, where you will see this, those press-on nails. And they are, there's rhinestones on the nails. There's some, like, 70s designs that she created. Like, she was on set, like, doing last looks, putting nails on the cast. So I think the nails will be a really big uh, feature this season. And also, a lot of lower lash looks. Yes. Donnie said, like, there's a lot of Twiggy inspiration. So you'll see that either through, like, designs mm-hmm. or through like shimmer mm-hmm. um you know hunter uh who plays jewels has her like inner corner wing instead of outer corner wing and then cat will have more i think of the visually bold looks like the first episode is set on new year's eve and she has like a color blocked eye of yellow and green mm. um so there's there's just so much there's so much and there's actually we're we're doing multiple stories for Allure Amazing. so there will be more as the season comes out which is so exciting but um, check out the story there are some beautiful photos yeah. that Sean um, their photographer took and it's just like a playground and I think they're actually posting an Instagram story um, of of the tour on Allure sometime this week. So y'all can check out that whole experience um, on their Instagram account. And oh, last thing, all of the products that she like keeps in her bags to go to set are also on, in the Allure story. So Amazing. if you're like 
what's the foundation again yeah. they're all there this is so cool and i can't believe that she was like so pregnant she gave birth literally a month later i was dying i'm like how are you still yeah shooting like they were on location the day before i got there and i'm like you're like what they have this golf cart literally so that she can like drive to and from set i mean like it, that's normal yeah but it says like pregnant person mover and it's just like decorated with streamers like it's just so donny i mean the the timing of it like what if she had gotten you know pregnant earlier then she would have like missed the end crazy i mean her team is very talented as well but like don't and that also, if you have not listened to our episode with Donnie, please go back and do that because she's so incredible. Well, I can't wait to see what other stories um, you come out with. This is so cool. All right. That is our Tuesday show. So much good beauty news. I know. I get excited for beauty news. I get really bummed when there's not a lot to talk I about. I know. It was kind of, you know, end of the year is hard. Nothing really happening, but starting 2022 with a bang. With a bang. Uh, Again, if y'all want to be featured in Friday's episode, call the hotline and leave us your voice. Try to limit it to maybe, you know, a minute or two. And yeah, be sure to include your name, where you're from, and of course, the name of the product so that we can feature you on the pod. And we'll talk to you then. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 